Well, hello there, and welcome to another edition of the Spiritual Foundations of Mental Health. Today's topic, we get to add light. Okay, let us begin with the basic grounding of what it is that we're talking about, the fact that we have a spiritual foundation to our mental health. That means to say our mental well-being is independent of anything in this world. It's, it's, this world is, so to speak, the non-spiritual, the form of this world, the events and circumstances of our lives, of our present, of our past. All of those things are not the actual basis by which we can measure, do we have spiritual well-being? Do we have mental health? No, our mental well-being is unconditional. It's based and grounded in a simple truth that everything of this world is completely and totally connected to a single simple source. There's a source of wisdom. There's a source of a formless, loving, wise presence that everything is connected to at all times, unconditionally. It looks to us, what's tricky is, is that we can misunderstand that. And the, base, the, base, the misunderstanding that we have can, can present to us a, a view that, no, our, our well-being, our mental health is 100% connected to and dependent on circumstances and events. It can look like the stress that we're experiencing, the fear that we're experiencing is completely emanating from specific events and circumstances that we don't like. Uh, or it could look to us like the experience of our life is completely emanating from the past events that we didn't experience, that we should have experienced, but we didn't, things that we did experience that we shouldn't have. And that as a result, our present moment experience of life is being created from those past events. And the truth is, is that no, that's not how it works. There's no way to have an experience of life except in this moment. Moment to moment to moment, there is a flow. There is a flow of divine energy that is showing up in my heart. And I know in advance that that energy can occupy a spectrum. It, it's a whole, it's a whole spectrum of types of feelings. There's warm and trusting and peaceful, grateful uh, consciousness. And there's very insecure and self-centered consciousness. I don't know how to direct the flow in a given manner, but what I can do is know and acknowledge the truth of that flow. What's true about that flow? I can experience a flow of insecure, self-centered, highly frightened consciousness and i can be in it by simply acknowledging like where is this coming from it looks like it's coming from events circumstances present past what i think to be my future uh but i can acknowledge and this is a tremendous accomplishment it's a tremendous accomplishment to acknowledge in that moment of feeling of intense feeling. It's a tremendous accomplishment to acknowledge, wait, what do I know about this? Oh, I know there's something gentle. There's something simple. 
there's a simple inquiry that I'm interested in. Does that mean that therefore I'll have control over the feelings? No. But I can be successful in acknowledging this truth in this moment. Okay, but you might say, well, I don't want to be successful. I want to feel better. I, I'm with you. Many times I would prefer just to feel better rather than be successful. But I, I have great, uh, great relief and great pleasure in knowing that there is something that I can bank on that is independent of the given moment's feeling. Like I don't have control over that. I can't, if my success is to have the feeling that I want, wow, I'm gonna fail a lot. But if my success is being able to just one toe over the threshold of this truth, what do I, where's this coming from? Where's my experience being created? Where's everything being created from? That's an awesome success. There's a, there's a tremendous success in that. And to the degree that we are curious and interested in that truth, it's impossible that we're not going to be touched by it. We are living in that truth. Whether we are cognizant of it or not, the, 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 the rabbis say in Pirkei Avot, in the Ethics of the Fathers, that Chaviv Adam Shenivra B'Tselem, beloved, beloved, absolutely beloved as a human being that he's created in this in this divine image, that is to say that he he is flowing with this creative force, the same creative force that is um, flowing in all of the universe is flowing in him in a unique manner. He has this capacity to make choices and affect the world. That's our tzelem, that's our divine image, is that we, we have this capacity to be like our creator and that we can make choices. And then it says further, an even greater measure of a human's belovedness, is that he can become conscious of that. He can be aware. He, he experiences this power that flows through him, that he can make choices, that he can see the world through this self-centered manner, through this... Uh, expansive manner and that itself is an evidence of his belovedness but even greater measure of uh, evidence of his belovedness is that Nodaslo he can become awakened to it he can experience an intimate awareness of how he flows with these two distinct flows and it allows him a glimpse into the power that he's been endowed with that glimpse, that awakening, that intimate perception, like a, a, a live awareness of uh, what we call das, is uh, something that we can all awaken to. It's normal to awaken to it because we're living in this power. And the more we're curious, the more we're open, the more we're interested in kind of watching and seeing how that flow flows through us, we can watch our feelings. We feel our feelings. We feel the effect of our feelings, but we can also watch those feelings. And as we, 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 as we are interested in that, it becomes more and more normal for us to have moments where we, we, re, where we recalibrate, where we remind ourselves, where we become reminded, oh, right, this moment is being created in the, in the experience of this flow. 
this divine flow. It's not being created by the events and circumstances of my past and my present and my future. It's being created in this moment, and I'm on the receiving end of this divine flow, and I don't have to control it. I can be, I can be in it. There's something so healthy and safe about this world. Even the distressing feelings are part of a healthy and safe world. So today's topic is the topic called We Can Add Light. I had the experience recently of um, needing to fix something in my bathroom. And I noticed that the light was somewhat dim. And then I realized, oh, wait, we have brighter bulbs than this. I can change the bulb. And so I did. I put in uh, a, a much brighter bulb and it was really noticeable, the effect on the bathroom, just like there was this like glowing, there was light. There was a, 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 an abundance of glowing light. And I was so satisfied. It felt so good. Oh, look at that. And I went out of the bathroom and I left. I'd fix what I needed to fix. I, I walked out and then I, um, I was sitting down and it occurred to me, oh, that's great. Like, I'm so happy that I was able to add light to the bathroom. And I walked back to the bathroom and I turned the light on, to turn the light switch on again, just to see and behold, oh, wow, what a difference that made. And I was very satisfied uh, and it felt good. And then it occurred to me, you know, that's, that's really a wonderful metaphor because our job in this world is to add light. We were entrusted in this world the whole concept of world, the Hebrew word for world is olam, olam, ayin, vav, lamed, mem. That word in the Hebrew language is itself, it, it, it refers to the notion of hiddenness, that when God created the world, it's not that he added on to the universe a compartment that he called the world. It's that he created something from nothing, which was... Another, one way of describing that is that he created a perception. He created the possibility of his hiddenness. That's really what this world is. This whole world, there is nothing other than the single simple source. There is nothing other than the one creator. I, it looks like there's all kinds of separate things. There's uh, so many separate things that there are in this world that really the underlying behind the underlying root and principle behind all of it is that the creator of the universe created the possibility of a perception that he's not here that's what makes this whole world possible the experience that we have and the opportunity that we have it's all built on the premise that he can be perceived as not here that's what the world olam is and there's a there's an aspect of darkness to that 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 clarity is hidden and i have been entrusted with a corner of the universe called me whereby i can add light i i can live my life in a manner that is out of touch with that light without with out of touch with that clarity but I can also awaken to and be interested in affirming that truth, affirming that clarity in my life. And in that manner, I get to add light. 
I get to add light by by trying my sincere efforts to connect to and to turn toward the source, to affirm the source, despite the distractions and hiddenness that would suggest, no, there is no such thing. Despite that, I get to turn to and acknowledge and affirm the source. That effort is precious. That's really what I've been here to do. And I have news for you. Those efforts bring results. Now, the results are not in our hands, but we have a promise. We have a promise that those efforts do yield uh, divine assistance. There is an awakening. Just as there is an awakening from below, we represent this kind of lower uh, we occupy a place in a world where his presence is less revealed. That's quote unquote, a lower world that awakening from below arouses an awakening from above. And thereby we can reveal light. We can reveal light. There are places in our life right now where our clarity is lacking, where we don't experience, we don't have a visceral intimate knowledge, a das of the light of our creator. It could be in a place of conflict with a loved one. It could be in a place of habit that I can't seem to overcome. Could be in a, it could be in a number of places in, in our lives where we, we experience some measure of darkness. But despite that experience of darkness, we have this beautiful gift of knowing that's not dependent on the form of this world. The soul within us knows unconditionally that there's something true there's something real there's something beyond this form we have a soul within us that the soul just as the soul is not of this world it knows a truth about that which is the formless life force behind everything the soul is yearning to touch and to sense and to be in the presence of that formless life force because it is of that formless life force. It's a spark. So even though there's so much of our perception that gets caught up in the, the, this world and the form of this world and the sense of entanglement that we have in this world, this person's disagreement, this person's not budging and this lack of c control I have over myself and blah, blah, all those different places where I experience a perception, an experience of struggle, those are places where we might say there's a darkness. And yet I can know of, I can know of a truth beyond that darkness and I can search for it. I can yearn for it. I can look for it. I can act in a manner that is loyal to it. And then I can bring light. And there is no question in my mind that anyone listening to this uh, conversation has had an experience of bringing light into their lives. They've had the experience, not, again, this is not about a control performance thing. It's about a partnership. There's this exquisite partnership that we've been blessed to partake of. We get given a corner of this universe, a corner of this world in which the defining quality is the perception that God is absent, that he's not here. We get given that corner called me, and then we get to exert and be loyal to and try to to align with and affirm the simple truth this is the presence and the truth of this one single simple source and that sincere yearning and, and effort 
it brings results. It causes an awakening when we are and how. I don't always know, but I know it. We've all experienced it. And that is like what I was reminded of as I sat down and was thinking of, oh, wow, I, I just added so much light to that room. It was somewhat dim and now... Now it like glows. It's just like, oh, there's so much light in there. I get to do that in my life. I get to do that in my life. Every single one of us gets to do that in our lives. We have been entrusted with a corner of the universe called me, in which my experience of his hiddenness is feels burdensome, feels painful at times feels dark, feels lonely. And that sensor within me, that spark that emanates from that single simple source, it's awake, it's aware, it, it, it wants to be in the presence of that truth. And I, I'm, I'm sharing to the best of my understanding, a, a simple approach, a simple ideal as to how to look for that simple truth that when we're buffeted by feelings of a whole spectrum, painful feelings, fearful feelings, or alternatively happy and grateful feelings, all of those feelings represent an opportunity to stand in this moment and say, wait, what do I know about this? What do I know about feelings? What do I know about everything? I'm on the receiving end of a divine flow and I can be with these feelings I don't have to fix them. I don't have to banish them. I can go about my life to the degree that I, I, I don't see that. Then I'm just so inclined to want to fix and manage. Fixing and managing feelings is like fixing and managing weather. It totally takes me out of my life. Totally engages me in a fool's errand. And it, it just, it's built on a misunderstanding. It's an innocent misunderstanding, but it exhausts me. It distracts me. It takes me out of my life and leaves me with a sense, wait, I'm not where I need to be. My life can't happen because I'm stuck. I have the wrong feeling. I have the wrong thought. And I can't change that feeling or thought. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And now I'm going to mourn my stuckness or I'm going to try to fight my stuckness. I'm going to flee from my stuckness. And then we can get caught in conflict and in escapes and in habits. And all of it can be assisted by appreciating this wonderful gift. No, no, we have the opportunity to bring light. We understand that the nature of the darkness is itself something that's being created moment to moment to moment. It's part of a world. The world, the design of the world is to conceal. The design of the world is to, so to speak, project a darkness. Darkness is itself a creation. And it's create, being created moment to moment to moment. And yet there's within us this spark that knows there's something beyond the darkness. It knows it. It doesn't need the darkness to change in order to sense that there is a source of light and that the source of light is also the source of darkness. It doesn't need the darkness to go away. And then we can be loyal to that. And we then get to commit ourselves to bringing light into that corner of the universe called me.